Welcome to B2B Weekly. Every Wednesday, Marty Sanchez and I, Nemanja Živković, will be your host in a weekly Q&A where we talk all B2B related things. From sales, demand generation, social media, personal branding, lead generation, we focus on real examples, on real case studies, and we share things we only share with our team. So you get to see the way we grow our companies, the way we do marketing for our clients, you get to see everything. And not only that, you get a chance to jump on the call with us, ask questions live and share your perspective on the topic. If you are an executive, marketeer or salesperson, this is for you. Welcome to the B2B Weekly. Manja, what's up, man? Are you alive? <laughs> yeah, more or less, man. I, I, it's been a fucking... Last 10 days have been stressful. Let's put it like that. It's, it, it, it affected you good because you now have a beard. Yeah, yeah. I have a beard. My, fel- my hair is falling. I'm, I'm going bald. But my beard is growing. It's been... It's been a whole mess, but how are you? Uh, just a second. Yeah, yeah, take your time. A client is saying that uh, they are following for the first time, like she's a lady and she okay. has been working in like old school marketing, like mm-hmm. running communications for the, for the banks. So all the TV, radio, billboards, everything, but she didn't work in digital yeah so now now we are doing some um some campaigns with with amazing amazing results and um today what is we she, had to what is she saying? Uh, we had to no we had to just adapt like the the ads let me just go go into details i think it can be useful for the people when we are already here so uh they wanted to target the whole country yeah um, with with the ads uh, for the people that uh, will go to the to the form, fill out the form, and then they calling them to give them advice of which loans, which credits they can use specifically for them. Right. And those are like conversions, and we managed to get conversions for like zero point eighteen dollars, which is like three pages of forms and um, it was like huge 70 people a day fill out the the forms and today like they called 66 people and uh, they came out with with the feedback okay let's now exclude some people right so now we are excluding like people who work in a in a fiat in Ford because those those factories have been um, letting people off during mm-hmm. the crisis so some of them here like credits but are not very good for uh for those kind of services so people who work in the airport because here airport like the, the state is financing it yeah and, and those kind of things and like let's go to the to the people who work in the in the state so like in public services in schools in police military let's target them so 
now we are adapting and like it seems like there are not less conversions hmm. but i'm waiting for the feedback to see if, if they're more targeted the right one yeah yeah it, maybe so, so the form what type of form do you guys have set up yeah it's 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 a form when uh where they are answering questions like do they have credits if they have it in which bank do they have um I don't know those all those kind of people that you ask somebody who uh, yeah. who wants to get a credit, you yeah, know? Cause, so cause, they can give them the real advice. Because that's the like uh, we, we work with a client who is like really good at B two B ads, and we were talking about like how their form, like the ad has to like specify who's the right people that you want and be very clear. And then the form is also very important in terms of like cutting off non-quality leads. So like they run ads yeah, for like uh, the app DoorDash, for example, but they run it on the business side. So like working with restaurants and they to he told me that mm -hmm. um, if the creative, the copy and the form were not really specific, people would sign in for DoorDash who wanted to be clients, not restaurants, who wanted food. Uh, so, so just something to think about like the on the creative and the form side it, i think it's important to be very very specific yeah yeah i mean they they are specific and now we just got more specific right you know because like the copy was uh, banks are um are doing what's best for them right we advise you to get what's best for you, for you. like yeah. we have the bad guy we have the whole story yeah and it works perfectly uh but now we have like thing are you that are you this are you that if the answer is yes then this is for you right yeah, yeah. no it makes sense um what i've seen is a lot of people try to be clever on their copy and their creative versus like being actually clear uh and yeah. that happens a lot that's why i always recommend especially when you're starting out with content to call out your your target audience in every single post that you are that you create right so if you go through my linkedin or my twitter in the first two lines i always say b2b ceos every single time because that's the people that i want to like actually read and consume um and it's not fun because I'm a writer and I would love to do something creative. And from time to time I do it, but most of the time I, I sacrifice the creativity for clarity. And I think that's, um, it's an ego thing, but I think it's important. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what's, what else is, uh, is interesting now, uh, with the same client, cause we are doing their personal LinkedIn yep. also as part of the whole strategy. And um, so there's two of them. One is the CEO who's like the visionary entrepreneur. Like yep. it's the same definition of when you, when you talk to him, you, you think about visionary entrepreneur because he's coming up with a vision and not doing anything. He's just <laughs> lead, leading the company yep. and going to the media and like, he's an expert. He can see like in three dimensions, everything that's going to happen. Yeah. And, and the lady, she's like, um, 
somebody who is focused on financing, on profit, mm. and keeps keeps the whole company you together. know together. Yeah, and um, they're a good good couple, good good partnership. Yeah, I was gonna say that's and a good partnership. That, that, that partnership. Yeah, and and when it comes to 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 his profile, it was easy because people knew him. He just didn't post on LinkedIn, right. and when we started post like every day, each post is going now viral because he's talking in a way that is interesting for the people like stories right those kind of things and he is mostly coming up with the uh, with the stories you know he's recording videos just sending to us and we are like um editing them and all that editing them yeah and creating out of some um uh media appearances those kind of things we're yep. creating like the posts and everything and plus we're having some some posts which are really turned into into performance so going after pain points and for for her like she's really interesting because she's a type who likes all against hustle everything but yeah. she's interested in that so we are coming up with ironic posts like right. this morning i woke up and i let the rammstein play i woke up at four in the morning so I had to do a cold shower now I I was running then I came back to work a little then I was doing exercise then like yeah, and yeah, at yeah. the end at the end like everything is false except Rammstein right. so, <laughs> yeah, you know, those kind of things and it's blowing up on the on the survey on LinkedIn right now so uh, we are mixing it up a little bit you know like uh, out of seven posts like two are personal stories Right. And those kind of things, and it's really been been good so far. Yeah, you're doing that in in Serbian, or yeah, yeah, because they are targeting Serbia only Serbia. Got it, got it, got it. Do you do anything in terms of like building that audience of like sending connections or anything like that, or is that some you guys just focus? On yeah, that? yeah, the the same the same thing that I explained last yeah. time for for myself. Yeah, got it, got it, makes sense. Yeah, so. That's something that, yeah, it's basically the same process that we're doing for, for myself and for the clients. Um, I, I thought it'd be interesting today. I don't know if you touched on this last week when I wasn't here, uh, but the, we were planning on talking about, I believe, mentorship, right? Mentorship within the marketing yeah. entrepreneur. Maybe we can, we, can, uh, we can have Alexandra ask actually the question because she was interesting uh, about mentorship. Sure. Yeah. 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 Alexandra, want to jump on the call and like ask specific things? I think I have the question somewhere if not comfortable with it. She'll jump on the call later. Yeah. So I, I think her question was mostly about um, how do you find mentors? What are their importance and personal stories about how we have uh, utilized or leveraged uh, mentorship to grow as, as entrepreneurs, as marketers? As personal brands, um, I have a few stories here, um, but we'd we'll love to hear what your uh, your experience has been. Because there's also the opinion that I've seen on Twitter a lot that there's too much talk about mentorships, about books, and all that, and that people learn by doing. Uh, so I, I say the two things. But so, how have mentorships been important to you? And if so, can can you give us a couple of examples? Yeah, I think I it didn't have like a mentor who, who taught me I was a mentor to a few people 
um, in a way. I don't know if that's, that can be called like a real mentorship, something like maybe you are doing right now or, or we're doing in the last couple of months, right? Um, but I, I've been taught by, by owners of the companies I work at uh, by doing some, I don't know, specific things, by giving me the freedom and just getting out of the way or like um, when, when I was going, uh, when I was starting to work in the agency and before I became the GM, so the, the guy who was uh, the owner who was in Canada came to, to Serbia and came to, to Pirot, drove to Pirot to spend the day with me. I mean, now I know what was the reason of the visit. At the time, I didn't know. Uh, but talking about, and I was lost back then when it comes to uh, thinking about profit. Mm. So, you know, I was all about uh, giving value, everything, and not really thinking that at the end to, to exist, the company needs to be profitable. Right. Right. And um, I was in that mind shift so like just spend a day with him talking about it he he meant he's like in ceo of three companies and in a board of like five or six of them all around the world so somebody who has been is an entrepreneurship the whole life and it really helped like when you, when you talk with somebody who has experience and who, who has been through those kind of situations it really helped me and uh like this guy was there for me all the way not like uh daily but like when something's happening he's there to to like just just tell me a, a little uh different perspective mm -hmm. from from what i'm seeing like when i was hiring the, per the first person like he told me it's not an easy process you need to uh, pay attention to this this and that when i needed to fire somebody he said it's on you you right. need to go through that process alone. It's going to be hard, but you need to do it to grow. Right. You know, so th those kind of things really, really helped me, helped me a lot. And I think that, that was the only mentor, that, real mentor that, that I have. But uh, I've been mentored to some startups. And right now I'm the mentor of uh, like, they're, they're youngsters, a team of, uh, of, young people are creating the app within social impact awards and you know you can see uh, i admire their passion because like they're the first years of college okay. and they're coming up with uh with uh solving a problem which is like um i don't know people need to exchange clothes to uh because you know there's ecology problems there are all yeah. kind of things but they are thinking worldwide so i needed to guide them just to come up uh to lower the the vision the expectations yeah. and see if there's a real problem here in serbia because they're trying to solve the problem in serbia then um how to do it step by step you know just uh talk to this and these people do an interviews, uh, do a questionnaire, then come up with, they, they did that. So they didn't have an idea how to, how they can actually um, come up with data out of it. Right. 
you know, so how to see the big picture out of it. Then because they, they knew we know we want to make an app. Right. And that's it. But they didn't know if the problem really existed. Existed or, or how, if it was painful enough. Yeah, it makes sense. How, yeah, how did they yeah, find yeah. you? Ah, the, uh, they, they didn't find me actually. This is Social Impact Awards program. So they are finding the people who can guide and mentor oh. other people. And then it's coming through them Got it. in this case. Got it. Because I think one of the biggest challenges that when marketers or, or entrepreneurs want to find mentorships is how to find them, right? Like uh, everybody wants a mentor, but um, first of all, how about we start by defining what, what a mentor is? So, so for me, a mentor, it's hard to define because it's not just somebody who helps you. It's just somebody who, in one side of things or one aspect has been where you want to be, I think. And for no reason whatsoever, like for no personal benefit or no monetary benefit, because that's a coach, uh, wants to help you get uh, move forward right so, so I think that the difference between mentorship and coaching is do, are you paying them basically um, and in terms of finding them I, I love that you you have that program where, where you can meet, match mentors with mentees um, but I think people are struggling with finding good mentors uh, have you have you found that same experience or, or yeah. do you think people are, is that something that you said? Yeah, people are struggling and they don't know uh, how they should approach them if they even find them. Like the people who can be mentors don't have time. There are right. multiple problems, problems involved. I, miss, I mean, I, I consider somebody as a mentor, uh, as a person who can guide me towards my goal. Something yeah. like that. Not to impact the way, but just to show me uh, yeah, yeah. Basically, to guide me how to solve specific uh, steps, you know, towards achieving the goal, right. something like that. But I think I meant something that also people differentiate, like mistake is you don't have, you don't need just one mentor. So you can have different mentors in different areas of your life, right? Yeah. So you can have a spiritual mentor, you can have a business mentor, you can have a career mentor, you can have a parenthood mentor. Uh, husband or wife mentor. So I, I think if you can divide the areas of your life and look for people in those specific areas, it's very hard for one mentor to be able to expand through all of them. Right? Like my mentor for agencies is not the mentor that I have for like yeah. being, uh, I don't know, for, for my relationships uh, or my mental health. Uh, so, I think it's important to go specific, right? Like I need a mentor for this thing and then I'm going to focus on this. And, and that's how I've approached it personally. Um, question, do you think books and podcasts and entrepreneurs are some form of mentorship as well? While not direct, do you think that offers uh, a mentorship? Well, yeah. I mean, if you, if you have a person who you look up to, you want to get to the place when this person is, and then you consume the content, everything that you have there, just 
to get to your goal, I think you can consider that person a mentor, right? Even uh, even though he or she are not involved in right. the process. I don't know. It's a good question, I think, right? Because yeah, can somebody be a, your mentor if they don't know that you exist, right? Like, I don't know. Can they? I have no idea. Is, is it a personal decision, I guess? For example, for me, let me give you an example. The first time I saw an entrepreneur in my life, not in person, in, in person would come later. But the first time I saw an entrepreneur that I was like, oh shit, this is what entrepreneurship means was Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, like I came across a video of him on Facebook, I think when I was 19 or 20, and I was like, yo, this is dope. Like, like actual, not him, entrepreneurship. And he kind of like changed my life in that end. Like I don't follow him anymore. I don't consume his content anymore. But he was a, an inflection point in my life and my career. Um, so was he a business mentor at that point? Um, I don't know. But he really made an impact and he has no idea that I exist. Um, so so it's it just something to consider. Maybe the first step to get a mentor is to get mentors that don't require their involvement. Books, podcasts. Um, personal brand and social. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just how do we call certain things. Yeah. So, so if you were, let, let's say you were 19, like this kids that you're mentoring uh, are, how would you, and you're just getting started in marketing or B2B, how would you approach, how, how would you go about finding a mentor? Uh, what would be I your strategy? At, at, at the time, <laughs> I... I but with what you know right now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right now, yeah. But I'm just uh, thinking about me at the time. It would be somebody who is like close to me. Hmm. Not, not, I mean, like close, close, but somebody who I can talk to live. I mean, maybe that's me. I don't know. The new generations maybe want to find somebody online, whatever. But I would like to have that like physical uh, presence so okay. I can just be, be honest with somebody and just have a talk, at least from the start. What about if like where you live, there aren't any? Who knows? They're probably everything is digital and online. And yeah, how would, but, how would you approach look, it? Look like, um, how do I see it? Um, and what do I advise to other people? Because I would probably do that is, um, just go ahead and, um, and present yourself and be honest about it. Like, I mean, the, the best thing to, to get to a certain place or to get close to being good at something is finding a person who is good at that and getting as close as possible to that person. That's what I used now, to maybe maybe it's not being a mentor, but it's being around and like behaving like a sponge. Yeah. Getting everything that you can out of it. Yeah. Um, I, I like that. I, I think what people, especially younger people, I get confused about is you just get a mentor. Like if you go buy for like a bottle of water, like it, it's not like that. It's a relationship based thing. But you have to earn, you don't get mentors, you earn them. Right? Like it's about what you do before you meet the mentor and do out between you meet them and they become the, your mentor that matters. Um, I always say you have to go from zero to one 
but the mentor will take you from one to a hundred. You just have to get to zero to one. And that's the hardest part. Um, so I, I think it's important to go to find, find a mentor when you're ready. You don't need a mentor to start. You need to start doing something and then yeah. you'll be worth a mentor. So like, for example, when I, um, when I started, I, I think I've had two mentors in my life, like business wise. My, my first one was when I was 19. I was in the United States. I wanted to be a lawyer. And what, what I did over a weekend is uh, get an Excel with all the lawyers, all the law firms in 30 minutes around my area, uh, printed a, doc, a resume of mine 30 times that had basically nothing in it. And on Monday, I put on the only suit that I had and walked the city for six hours knocking on every door and saying, I want to talk to the, the managing partner. And they'd say, the secretary would say, do you have an appointment? And I would lie to them and say, yes, I do. And they'd say, your name's not here. I was like, I called, whatever, whatever. Then I'd get into the meeting and say, hey, I didn't have an appointment. I lied, but I want to work for free. Can you get me a job? And uh, eventually, like one of the 30 said yes. And that's all I needed. Right. And he actually paid me and like we became really good friends. He was 75. I was 20. And we had a great relationship because he had lived through so many lives, but that I hadn't. So like, but I had to take the step, right? Like to ask for work for free and, and all that. And then my psycho mentor, basically we worked for him super underpaid for six months before he saw that I was really cared about building the business. And, and he decided to like, help me out and we've never said he's my mentor he just is and now we're going into business together we have a 50 50 partnership um so it's just a matter of like earning them and and doing the work before so that you have something to prove because a mentor's time is really worth it you know like your time my time it's worth it we could be doing work or we could be like hanging out getting beers but instead we'd rather invested in, into mentoring somebody, they have to prove that they're worth it. Just like we had to prove to, to that other person that uh, it's not going to be a waste of time to mentors. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I find it myself sometimes even, even rude to the people who are approaching me and saying, excuse me, Nevenya, can I ask you something? I said, this is not a question. Right. <laughs> so yeah, just, just go ahead and ask me. I mean, you have already asked me a question. <laughs> or or can, can I call you just to ask you something? Can I buy you a coffee just to ask you something? No, man, ask. Then we can go grab a coffee if this is something that I'm interested in. Right. Or I don't know, it doesn't have to be like um, profitable, just that I'm interested in that. We can, right. we can grab 10 coffees. I don't <laughs> care if it's, if it's interesting, right? And sometimes I used to like, write that on Facebook and people who have asked me those kind of questions and who have been seen uh, just started to come up in the comments. Oh, that's me. Oh, that's me. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it was, uh, I mean, most of them were like some people that I know from my hometown. Right. Uh, and they, they realized what's going on. And a lot of them like call me, man, I know I need to tell you this way. Yeah. And, I mean, it's impacted the people, but I was still being rude. But yeah, sometimes yeah, I, I am. But, but you're such a great guy that if they ask a question that's interesting, you'll, you'll have them. 
Like I, I know yeah. who you are, right? So like if they ask you a question, even if it's basic, but you, you'll try to help them as much as you can. Um, but, but it's good when they have tried to solve it to themselves first. Right? Like I, I think that that matters a lot because uh, otherwise you're just taking advantage of people versus look, this is what, I, this is the question that I have. This is what I've done. X, Y, Z. X has not worked because of that reason. This hasn't worked either. This hasn't worked either. What would you do? Okay, you've done the research. You've tried it before. Then I'll help you. If, if it's a question that you could Google, you don't need me. Like, that's not what you need yeah. me for. Just like I don't ask my mentor questions that I can Google. So, so I think your responsibility as the mentee is to show that the investment that they're going to make is going to be positive not even just economically, but that you're actually going to take advantage of that. Otherwise, why mentor you and not somebody else? Yeah, I mean, there, there's um, one thing that see a Social Impact Award is always uh, reminding us of, and this is like, you are not here to do the work. You are here to, to guide people, to show them the possibilities, to get them back if they are not ready to do something, you know, but you are not here to do to the work instead of them. Right. And I think this is something that we always need to have in mind, right? Because it's, uh, and there is, who said it? I read it on LinkedIn uh, today. I think Kate Adams from, uh, from Drift yeah. said it. Um, if, if I can, just because I can do something, it doesn't mean that I need to do it. Right. Right, right, but but it's worth so it's often worth doing. So, if people want to help other people because it feels good, so so that's your advantage as as the mentee that people want to help you, if you deserve to be helped. So, if you put in the work first, if you earn the, the their time, then they're gonna give it to you. But like for example, my mentor has also does coaching, right? So he gets paid for coaching. He gets paid about $1,000 an hour. Sometimes we spend three hours on Zoom just chatting about business and him helping me out with challenges that we're facing. That's $3,000 worth that he should get, be getting. And he's okay to like renounce that money because I've invested so much time into building the relationship and I've proven that what he says I implement and that I'm somebody deserving of that investment. Um, but it, but you have to earn that money return, right? Like you have to earn the time. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully this, um, covers a bit more on the mentorship side of things. Um, one last thing that I'd like to say is a great way to like earn a mentor is to create content online. Even if you're like a beginner, there's things that you can put out content about that differentiate you from everybody else. So when somebody's looking to you for mentorship, you're, you're going to be much more appealing to them because you, you've been putting out content, you've been sharing your story, and that's going to make you a much more appealing candidate to, to be mentored.
Oh man, so so much to talk about when it comes to to mentorship. Yeah, this, this <laughs> like, is a long topic. I, I love this topic, especially um, today, because full transparency, the last couple of days have been tough on our agency because one of our employees had basically a, a mental health crisis, and like he disappeared for a couple of days. Like we didn't know where he was. We were talking with his family. It was pretty, it was pretty rough. And like that's somebody that I consider uh, somebody that I mentor, and you know, like seeing him struggle with that, it's hard. Also hard for myself as a CEO because I still need to like take care of the clients and all that. Um, but but so it's a topic that today it hit close because of like what's been going on the last forty eight hours, which seems that now it's it's resolved. But um, but yeah, uh, just. Mentorship relations are important. Mental health is important. Just some some things that I wanted to touch on today. Yeah, it's it's highly important. I mean, uh, I started going to the gym again and doing some like riding a bicycle every second day regularly. Yeah. Now, I mean, now at this second, I just did my leg day, so I don't feel my legs. <laughs> you cannot stand up from the chair. <laughs> Yeah, but but I feel great. I mean, uh, I didn't uh, think that I will uh, have the strength to like watch uh, last night uh, Miami Boston full game, Denver Clippers full game. Yeah, to sleep to sleep for an hour, go to work, go to to the gym after the work, then come to the podcast, oh, and I'm wow. cool. I'm cool. Like, uh, yeah, because you're doing it high. When I used to do that, then like you do the all-nighter basically, you get through the day and then at night you crash down so hard. But there's no games today, right? I mean, I'm I'm, do, I'm doing it for for a few weeks now. So right. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's lasting longer, but like even told me this morning when I told him that I watched the, the both games, he's like... Man, you look fresh. That's professionalism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched the first one, uh, but I didn't watch the second one. I, I was too tired. Um, yeah, I, I mean, like, uh, my fiance woke up around three. Yeah. For some re for some reasons, and I just told her like, not even the first game finished. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and she's like, okay, so you won't sleep at all. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that, that first game was good, man. Yeah. That, that overtime? Jesus Christ. I mean, and now we're, we're talking about mentorship and those kind of things. Like, I feel pumped up. I have so many movies in my head that I want to watch connected Great. to the topic. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And that's something that you can see in sports too, right? Like, that, that mentorship, that influence that a leader can have on your team. Like, for example, with Jimmy Butler, right? Like, the whole, his mindset. Yeah, he's a great example of that. Yeah, his mindset has transpired to everybody on that team. Everybody has that same. Like this is one of the very few times that I see a leader having so much influence on the mindset of a team. Of like he just has toughened up everybody. Right, like these rookies, like Tyler Hero and Duncan and all these guys, they have the mindset of a veteran. Like they have the mindset of like Jimmy Butler, right? So it's. It's just been amazing to see how a leader can have so much influence on you a know, team. There, there, there's one movie I watched uh, recently, like 
answer from my team sent me. Uh, I didn't find it anywhere on on the internet. He just saw me, shared me the link to the drive and even the translation on Serbian. But it's a Russian movie, mm. and it happened uh, the time when when the movie is happening is the that Olympics where the Israel team was shot, right? Yeah, yeah, Murdered. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, this is the first time when uh, when Russia or SSR at the time beat uh, United States in basketball. So, uh, it's oh, but, but they cheated, created. right, or something? I, I, I heard they got they, they cheated. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't. I, I don't remember how it was, but in a movie, of course, they didn't cheat. But uh, right. I mean, even that, they didn't cheat. But uh, the, the time. Uh, was uh, they just didn't count the time right towards yeah. the end and they, they didn't uh, let them do the the final uh, final three seconds or something like that and yeah, when like they that. when they give gave them the three seconds after the us have celebrated the wins and everything and us didn't lead a single time during the game it was right. the only lead and and then they they, they scored yeah. And actually, they won. But it's interesting how, like this, this coach, nobody knew him, um, and the Russian coach. Yeah, and he was uh, the one with the vision that uh, what they need to do to beat uh, the U.S. team. So they need to play like them. Right. And it was all like spies everywhere. Somebody <laughs> from from Lithuania is there. That Lithuania is. Uh, you know, trying to separate themselves from SSR, then yeah. uh, two guys from from Georgia, all kind of mixture. And um, what what was uh, interesting is like the guy from from Georgia was trying to to ask the coach something for days, yeah. and he's like, "No, I don't want to talk to you. You're not fast enough," <laughs> you know, and because. Uh, Guys from Georgia were like the two, uh, the two combo, yeah. combo cards who were like going to yeah, crush yeah. it. And so, so one day they told the coach like this guy from from Georgia. He he went to the airport. He's leaving, right. and the coach is rushing to the airport and asking why are you leaving. He said like look, coach. So uh, I Olympics is happening once in a lifetime. Family is forever. My right. sister is getting married, so I'm going to the to the wedding, and it lasts a week in Georgia. Wow. <laughs> so, and the coach said, "Okay, let, so like there's no changing decision." Yeah, there. and the coach said, "Just do they have the um, stadium over there?" Yeah. He said, yes, okay. The whole team went to, to, the, <laughs> to the wedding for a week and they trained over there. Like, <laughs> so great. And like one of, one of the players had some kind of disease. So when they were in in US, they played, he, he needed to uh, be taken care of in the hospital and they didn't have the money to pay that. Like it's yeah. not in the budget. Yeah. So the coach, the coach paid with the money that he uh, left on the side for his son to to start walking, mm. and the the players found out that during the Olympics, so <laughs> they uh, they all got um, their awards when they won. 
but they gave it all to the coach for his son to to start walking again. Like it's a great story. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, and sports movies ha have something that makes them great. Yeah, but, but yeah, man. Uh, do we have any other topics you want to touch on today? I'm gonna to have to leave uh, five or ten minutes earlier because um, I have a call. Um, but other than that. Uh, I just wanted to make sure we touched I think, on the I think we cover we, mentorship yeah, on, on the on the mentorship and that I think we can we can continue the next time. Milena had to leave early mm -hmm. too. So yeah, that's cool. yeah. We, we that's can build cool. over the week uh, more topics for for next next episode. Uh, yeah, uh, there there is one uh, we can talk. I think it can be interesting. It's Referrals? Do we accept them? Uh, are we accepting that, or we are rejecting them? Are they the right clients or not? I think that's a good topic. Yeah, you, you that I've, to, I've been going on and off. You want to touch on it right now? Because um, yeah, it, it I can be a good topic. Next time would be would be next nice. time Yeah, because you have you have not slept much. Awesome. <laughs> no, it's. it's <laughs> <not about> <laughs> All right, man. Um, so it's been it's been great to have you. Um, and Alexandra I'll have a list of topics to for for next time as well. Mm -hmm.